2: Here is Josh and Lance. Broz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interfaces podcast at Ellen Advice Show. I am Josh Waston. and I am Lance Timmerman. Not having a great night here, Lance. No, I'm sorry. I, I, you, I don't think you can see this on the. You maybe can. Oh, wow. I smashed my fingers. in you did. the uh, dirty clothes. are we have a, like a dirty clothes hamper in the master uh, bathroom, uh-huh. and it's not. A, it's got like a, a like a, a swinging door kind of deal. It's like on fucking steroids, and wow. if you don't get your hand. If like I was, so I'm standing in the bathroom after work. I've I'm, I've taken off my scrubs. I'm standing nude and glistening in the, mm. the bathroom. It's, Were you sparkling? Up, sparkling? I got I got glitter all over me, <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm standing there just in in a pair of Tommy John underwear. Uh, hopefully, they'll advertise on the show, and. Uh, <laughs> Um, I'm putting my scrubs in there to close and I don't get my hand out in time. And so it's just like the full on like weight of the door. Plus those springs on steroids and right, right into the beds of the fingernails and ouch! Uh, like it's the, I can feel the swelling on them. Yeah. You know, like, I, like when they, the nail bed swells, it looks like Fred Flintstone's
1: fingers should after he smashes them and then they right, like pulsing, throbs. throbs. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's it's at, at that point that was the only thing throbbing, Lance. Uh, <laughs> if there were anything else throbbing at that moment, it would no longer be so. Gotcha, gotcha. Wow, uh, Seahawks look good yesterday.
1: They did. They did. They. It's it's always they're always bad on the road. Those ten a.m. starts. That's,
2: yeah, especially like the the East West Coast uh-huh. East Coast. Yeah. that's a tradition. That's not just the Seahawks. That's yeah. actually a thing in Vegas that that uh, Vegas sharps will look for west coast team going east coast and playing an early game yeah, um, yeah. They'll, they'll typically give uh they'll, they'll typically give the other team three points kind of just for that
1: so. yeah it makes sense i i had very low expectations because i didn't have a preseason to to even right, to judge judge anything things.
2: yeah right are you a let russ cook guy
1: uh, yeah i mean I, I i like letting him just kind of freewheel and make it happen no, well, he so. fucking cooked this weekend.
2: <laughs> A little bit. He, four touchdowns over 300 yards. Uh, I think he only had two incompletions the entire game.
1: Uh, Three. It's 31 to 35.
2: Okay. So. then he had, It was like two in the first half or something. I yeah. Metcalf dropped him. So, I mean, yeah, he, he looked sharp. It's hard to complain <laughs> about like the two incompletions in the half. <laughs> um, yeah. The big game this coming week, though. Big game. Yeah, yeah, we got Cam
1: Newton and the Patriots.
2: Yeah. A little a little rematch, a little uh a little uh a bit, get, some blood. get some blood back, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, it's, can't uh, get in trouble. So is that game in Seattle or is it in New England? It's in Seattle, so I think we'll do okay. Okay. Any fans or no? I don't think so. Okay. Some places so Kansas City had fans. Oh really? Yeah, and okay. Jacksonville had fans. Nice. Gardner, yeah. yeah, he played well. He played well. Yeah. The legend. legend so of the Macon. I, I would figure that probably the places that would have fans last would be any California team, Seattle, yeah. and uh, either of the New York teams would be my guess as far as like places to have fans last.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
2: Is, Jacksonville may have a full crowd before California has anyone <laughs> in, in the stadium.
1: Well, full crowd, but still, you wouldn't be able well. Seventy-five
2: percent full, yeah, because that's just full in Jacksonville. Seventy-five percent full, but that this may be the 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 thing that swings it because if that's the only place to go to see NFL, it's true. And you're it's like true. a junkie, and you got to get get some live action, get that fix. Yeah, it may not be a bad place to go get get to get to watch Minshew warming up and his his. Uh, what denim thong that he warms up in or something like that. Yeah. His little Daisy Duke things. Yeah. <laughs> glad to see, uh, glad to see that still, still going on. I'm glad to see they gave him the job. It's yeah. a, it's a yeah. fun, fun story. Like what, what el- what the fuck else are they playing for?
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Love so that story. You might as well. Yeah. You had a post this weekend on your Facebook page that we have to talk about. I did. You want I to did. talk about it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, my middle daughter is home right now and she had mentioned that um, she either only she'd seen Back to the Future part one a million times but I may have only seen two and three once or maybe never I'm pretty sure we were good parents and made her watch them at least once so I said well then fuck it let's let's binge it so uh, we did I even sent you a, a, a picture I took a picture of my TV a Marty
2: playing uh, playing, Marty playing the guitar uh-huh. before dance starts going out on him uh huh that's happened to me, but but doing something different, and um, it was more of. Have you ever heard of The Stranger? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar. <laughs> so, you, so you guys binged Back to the Future, and then you posted something pretty specific. Yeah, I just said it's the best trilogy out there. Prove me wrong,
1: and got a bunch of people chiming in with some some good uh, good options, but
2: I still think they're wrong. Let's talk through this. Okay. You know how I feel about Back do. to the Future, and everyone knows how I feel about Back to the Future. It's my favorite movie of all time, so I'm on your side. But I just feel like we need to talk through, okay? This, so obviously, like Back to the Future One is as good as it possibly can get, right? Right. Um, it's it's the 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 heavy hitter. It's the 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 claw hammer. Like it just it just comes in, and it just it's amazing. Yeah. I like Back to the Future 2. Oh yeah. I think 2 is really fun. Um yeah. I like the shoes. Uh, one day I will own them. They're like $7,000 from <laughs> right from Nike the, the the Air Mags. Um I like I like all I like the jacket. I like all the whole thing is great. Mm-hmm. The Fly and the ointment's 3. Now I haven't seen 3 in a bit. Really cuz so, I I love 3. Really, yeah, yeah, it, it comes full circle,
1: it finishes it up, it tidies it up without getting you know you know no one's dying a, l- a lot of other movies, people are killed off, and stuff, you know, still had a nice, happy ending for a family, but it was no, it was great, so you
2: actually liked three
1: I do I, and I always liked westerns grown up watching cowboys and Indians movies too, so a little throwback to
2: youth. Now um, I do remember when they were doing these. What do you mean? Like when when? Okay, so Back to the Future One comes out in eighty five, right? In the theater, uh huh. It does not have the to be continued. That's that's uh, at the end of it now. At the end of so number the, two. At the end of number one. Oh, okay, yeah. Into number one, it's it's Doc comes back and Marty's like, "What's wrong? Or did yeah. or, or did I turn into an asshole or something?" Like, yeah, fucking, course you did. You got a real job, of course. You're an asshole. We're all assholes, Marty.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw it in the theater. Yeah, it didn't have because it didn't point, have that.
2: So you it, it, didn't know that there was going to be a, a a sequel. I did not. No, they added the to be continued to the uh, To the video version, to the rental version, and then, gotcha. and then every at home subsequent from there. Okay. Then they took four years off, uh-huh. and they made Back to the Future two and Back to the Future three at the same exact time. So they shot them together in nineteen eighty eight. Um, Back to the Future two came out in eighty nine, and then Back to the Future three came out in ninety.
1: Yeah. See, and I was living in France at the time, so when I never got to be mad that I had to wait six months. Because oh, the time you, you got returned, to, yeah, By the time he got
2: home, yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah. Um, I love, I love in, in part two when he comes back to like dark nineteen eighty five. You uh-huh. know where, where Biff has gotten the book and and he's he's now like he's basically Donald Trump is basically what uh-huh. he is exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean looking back on it, like the comb over hair. And everything, everything. like uh-huh. he's <laughs> Biff is like Donald Trump, man. It's, uh-huh. Except like just play that that Dark 1985 version out for another twenty five years, uh, no thirty five years. Yeah, and, and you're at Donald Trump. Your Biff is for the fucking president, and he's wearing a red hat that says "Make America Great Again." Like, yeah, that's, that is what it is, man. Full on, yeah. Um, and then so I love all that part. I do I love the letter at the end, you know, the 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 Western Union guy or whatever showing yeah. up. <laughs> that all that is so great. Yeah. All that is so great. Um you know the the third one to me <sighs> I guess it's just a westerns thing. Okay. That I, I'm just not a huge western guy. Okay. But there are some good elements to it. There is the kid at the end. That's like uh, the Doc's kid, and he's like playing with his dick. Have you seen that? <laughs> no.
1: Was it yeah. Jules or Vern?
2: One of those. It's one of those kids. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me see if I can find it. Um, Bttf three kid <laughs> plays with dick. Let's just see what comes up. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 on YouTube. Uh, he <laughs> he's he's in the movie and he's just pointing to his dick, and it's like in a scene. It's on YouTube. If you just search for... <laughs> I'm watching it now. It's so good. It's just BTTF kid. BTTF3. Uh-huh. Back to the Future 3 kid points to his dick. Yeah, That is actually on YouTube. You can find it. And it's just a kid pointing to his dick. And he's yeah. standing on the train and Einstein's next oh. to him. <laughs> and he's just... He's literally pointing to his dick. It's so good. Uh... I, you know, I don't know. It's, uh, oh, I did when I saw oh, God. <laughs> Are you on a list now? Yeah, well, when I Googled it, it does say, <laughs> <laughs> it says a warning. <laughs> <laughs> All sexual abuse imagery is illegal. That's not what I was searching for. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. Chris
1: Hansen is going to have a talk with yeah. you. Fuck.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> Listen, I did this on the show, so everyone knows what I was searching for. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Plausible right. deniability. I get it. I get it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch a couple other ones to you, and let's just talk about them right quick. Uh, okay. One of them for sure is not better than Back to the Future, but I'm gonna toss it out because we've talked about it recently, and that's Lord of the Rings. Okay. I mean, thoughts.
1: I, I enjoyed them. They're so long and dense. That I, I've only seen them once, so I, I can't
2: binge yeah. those. Um, I I get, if you're a Tolkien nerd, if you grew up reading them, then sure. sure. I guess okay. um, I, I like them. You know, I talked about like I watched them again. I like them; they're fine, mm-hmm. uh, but it's certainly not better than Back to the Future. If you think so, it just basically means that you like fantasy stuff better than you like science fiction. That's yeah. basically what it comes down to. If you yeah. think that Lord of the Rings is better, yeah, for sure. The original Star Wars. Now the the the, the waters have gotten muddy. <laughs> you mean four, five, and six? Yes. So a New Hope, nineteen seventy seven. Uh huh. Empire Strikes Back, nineteen eighty. Return, Je- Return of the Jetty. Return of the Jetty. Return of the Richard Jenny, nineteen eighty three. Uh huh. Um, that's. I think that's one spot where where it has a legitimate argument.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't even considered a trilogy anymore because. There's well, a, that's
2: kind of the thing, but yeah. at, at one time it was. Yeah, yeah, and and it was
1: movie perfection at the time. I I was a big fan.
2: The weak one is three Jedi, of course, is the weak one.
1: I liked it, but yeah, it seemed like they were um, playing off to kids with the Ewoks and yeah, it, they're, it
2: trying sort of, fu- they're trying to sell they're trying to sell stuffed Ewoks is
1: what they're he, trying to do exactly.
2: So um, the hammer in that one, I think, is Empire Strikes Back. I mean, I think Love note for note, Empire Strikes Back is is perfect. So mm-hmm. I think they're close. Um, you know, obviously, like I know what I'm going to pick because it's so pivotal for my life. Is Back to the Future? But I, I, I'm not going to argue with you if you pick the original Star Wars. Yeah, I will argue with you if you talk about the prequels or the postquels, the squequels, whatever we're fucking talking about. The last three, <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. Because the the last three started off with a mm-hmm. bang, man. I thought the first one was great. I forget what it was even called. What was the first one with David Yeah, me too. Whatever that one was. Um, that yeah. one was good, and then they progressively got worse.
1: I mean, it was good, but it was basically a rehash of this, the original. Yeah. Pretty much the same plot.
2: Right, which is why but it was good. I, yeah.
1: <laughs> Go with the winning um,
2: combination. Indiana Jones. Love him,
1: But Temple of Doom, man, it just... Yeah, Temple's the weak link.
2: For yeah. Sure. I love... So, I mean, I, I would think most people would say the hammer is Raiders... Uh huh. I love Last Crusade. Last Crusade was pretty it's so it's awesome. one of my probably top five favorite movies of all time. I yeah. love Last Crusade. Great show. Yeah. Um. God, if Temple of Doom didn't suck.
1: Exactly. You know, if if that one was
2: just. Well, equal. and so where are we considering it now? Because we had another one that came out in like 2008 or whatever. Oh yeah.
1: That that the skulls one.
2: Yeah, the crystal. kingdom of the crystal skull. So does yeah. that like bump this? Is it not eligible anymore?
1: Yeah, it does seem to have sullied the uh, memory.
2: Um, we're not going to talk about the Hobbit. No. Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to talk about the Matrix because I, I just, I didn't get it. The first one was fine. Mm-hmm. The second one, I, I just, it was, I just didn't get it.
1: See, I loved the first one. Um and then when they came back trying to make the trilogy, it it's almost like they they kind of shit on the original story and so it kind of ruined it for me. Yeah, but amazing cinematography and all that. That was right. great,
2: but no. I'm going gonna, gonna to throw you a curveball. Uh-oh.
1: Naked Gun. The, okay, some someone else brought that up and and Oh, okay. They're not wrong. It, that's a great.
2: Yeah, but it's yeah. just not it's just not the same.
1: Yeah, it's
2: how do you stand on Mad Max? Uh, big fan. Um, but again, now you have a fourth one that came out. Yeah. With, so where does that... You know, I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it becomes less of a tight little trilogy there. It's...
2: Yeah. Okay. Here's Here's the one that I think has a possibility. Okay. Toy Story.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, that's
1: some good... That's some good family shit. You
2: laugh at me like I'm like I'm not being serious, but, but they, they have a fourth. So well, that's so all right. So does that throw it off? Yeah. And 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 so that's bad. that's sort of the whole debate. Um, Toy Story one is is spectacular. That's Toy awesome. Story two is even better, mm-hmm. and it actually is a perfect movie from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And Toy Story three, there's not a weak one among the three. Toy Story three, true. like I wept like a child.
1: Yeah, that this is true. That That's a strong, strong argument there. Good pull.
2: The other one that, that I see on the list is The Godfather. Um, and I've never seen The Godfather 3, although I hear it's super-duper polarizing. Yeah, some I, people despise it, and some people think it's good. I So I don't know. Yeah. Um, Godfather is obviously great. Godfather mm-hmm. Part 2, I, I thought... I, I did not like it as much as Godfather, mm-hmm. uh, which seems to be a little... Um, most people like Godfather 2 better. Yeah, that's what I, I gather. But what, like, where are you at on that?
1: No, I think Godfather 1 was the epic. Um,
2: yeah, I, I, I just liked it. I, I thought it was so much better. Yeah. I had to watch
1: it because um, so many movie things get referenced to it. Yeah. You just had
2: to... Had, yeah, I, you sort of just popular culture wise. Just needed it for the pop culture aspect and was not disappointed. Great show. Listen, I'm with you. I'm not I'm not trying to argue with you. I mean, to me, like Back to the Future is just like uh, we're back on for Halloween. Marty is is coming back. Nice. Um, is going to do uh, dress up as Jennifer nice. uh, like in the save the clock tower scene. Um, the Tesla may or may not be involved in this situation. <laughs> um so, you know, that that's that's, you know, I I I I ride or die with Back to the Future. But the discussion of the greatest trilogy of all time is 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 always fun. Yeah. The hard part now is that you've got the muddy, the waters are muddied because of star Wars because of Indiana Jones and because of toy story releasing other ones. And so like, how does that fit? Does that not be a trilogy? Yeah. Um, And then, so like, do we, if that's the case, then do we have to start considering them as a series? And if so, like obviously star Wars is going to be brought down. Like the, it's going to regress to the mean because the other six were really not great. So, you know, does that tarnish yeah. the first three? It's all, that's it, all fucking nerd debate, but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun nonetheless. Uh-huh. So, so we yeah, land on sure. on that, that you and I will ride or die with Marty McFly. For sure. I think that's the title of the episode, Ride or Die with Marty McFly.
1: Okay. I think, I think I like it.
2: <laughs> At least this isn't my show. Yeah, sometimes. We answer your questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We striped up dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now we don't want just any question, do we lance? Fuck no. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like what's the greatest movie trilogy of all time? Because we all know that the Mighty Ducks is the greatest movie <laughs> trilogy ever. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Uh, what do you think Gordon would pick for greatest movie trilogy? Toy Story. Yeah, I, I think Toy Story. He might be a Lord of the Rings guy. He might because be. there is like some like r- religious allegory there. Yeah. Where where do you think he would stand on like um, uh the good the bad and the ugly Fistful of Dollars <laughs> a, a few dollars more like the, that Western. Well, um, he
1: he grew up in the era where that's that's what they did. They there were a lot of Western movies and TV shows and yeah. stuff. So, so I would see him being a big fan.
2: Um, um I'm looking at a list here just to see if I'm k- missing anything that Gordon might have been onto. No, I don't think so. The Austin Powers trilogy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah. No, I, I, I do think that he would like Toy Story. Yeah. I think that would be his pick. Family friendly. Um, question one, listener Jacob asks, Hey, Dr. Austin, I know you have given mental health speeches at dental conferences and thought you'd be a good source to ask this of how do you deal with taking patients problems and not putting, putting them on yourself? I'm currently, uh, at the VA and find myself feeling how I felt in dental school, like, there are all these things that are going on, and things that I can't fix, and I'm just very overwhelmed. I don't think I'm explaining how I feel very well, but I would appreciate any advice you can provide. Thank you. Let you ever feel overwhelmed? Uh, is it Monday? <laughs> is it is it a day that ends in a Y?
1: Yeah, it's uh, on the daily. Yeah, it's, it's it's an overwhelming profession. What we're doing is is not it's not easy.
2: So, yes. Um, I think he brings up something... Basically, you know, saying there are all these things that need to be fixed. And uh-huh. I think that kind of gets down to it is, is... I think the vast majority of people who go into dentistry. Going to dentistry because they like to fix things. Right. Now, and I'm it, not necessarily... Like it's, I'm not talking like fucking woodworking. Like your right. ETF working up... <laughs> <laughs> fucking belt sander or whatever he's doing <laughs> uh-huh. in his shitty woodworking shop. Um, I, I mean, just like you're just... W- dentistry draws people who like to do things to fix problems that are there and be done with them, right? Right. And sort of have something to show for what you've done. That, that, seem, that personality type seems to be attracted to dentistry. A fixer. Well, and, and I think
1: at some point, we all at one point like to help people. You know, not just fixing, but it's the actual, the human aspect of it. The, sure, and that's what gets us.
2: Yeah, we like to fix yeah. people's problems. Yeah, what happens is, is that you, those problems end up, we we end up self internalizing those problems uh-huh. and making those problems become our own, and uh-huh. and that's that's where where the problem lies. And and you know, I've been doing this for uh, nigh on fifteen years now. Uh, mm-hmm. you're, you've been a hair longer mm-hmm. and it's still a problem for me. And yeah, it,
1: uh, I've been known to say this phrase a bit. I might even make a t-shirt out of it. I, I ran out of fucks 15 years ago. Um, I, I had to become a little bit jaded. Callister or whatnot, kind of like when I lived in France, I would see people asking for money, and you eventually, at first, you want to help, you want to give a dollar here, a dollar there, but you can't give it to every single person. There's plenty, so the franc. Need- you, you wanted to give a franc <laughs> yeah, here, back, a franc there. Back then, it, back then it was a franc, and um so then you get. Now when people walk up to you, like you're in the metro and they're walking up to you to ask, and you just brush them off. You don't want get eye contact. You're just cold. You're like, you know, do not eyeball me. And that's essentially how I've kind of become with a lot of the patients where, yeah, I, I feel bad that you're in a situation, but the, the fee is the fee and there's no way of getting around it. And I don't care about your teeth more than you do. And that was a fairly liberating uh, uh, aspect. once I knew that, hey, I, I have the solution for you and, and maybe I'm not the right office for you because if you just cannot afford it, like if you need to go to Medicaid clinic, well then, yeah, you're in the wrong office. Um, let me help you find an office that can come up with a sliding scale payment plan or something or some government subsidized, whatever. But yeah, you, you just can't own their problem.
2: Yeah, that's 100% true. And and it's that's a hard part... It's it's a long, hard road to get there. And I, I'm still yeah. not even there. Yeah. Um, you know, when when I can't fix someone's problem, and, and even if that fix is like getting them to the right person they can, right? Like getting uh-huh. them to that clinic or whatever. Yeah. Like even if it's like a parent that they need to be somewhere else but me... Uh-huh. Um, that still is a problem that I want to fix for them right uh-huh. um, and sometimes that happens easily and sometimes it doesn't happen easily and yeah. um you know the, the, I think the biggest problem is is when something doesn't go well um you know that that you know it, something doesn't go according to my plan right i i i I bring it home with me, and that's yeah. a huge problem uh and that's you know i <laughs> There's this plastic surgeon here in town and I don't want to put him on blast. Okay. He's a cosmetic surgeon and he's, I don't know, fuck. Bob's got to be 68, 70 years old. Okay. He's he's an old dude. All right. And uh, of course, he's married to someone who's like 38 and uh, (laughs) has had the full menu of of procedures. And to the point of like looking like a mask that's on the purge, you know, (laughs) kind of like that. (laughs) Oh. Um, so tough look for our girl Yeah, and, um, but so, so Bob, um, Bob works, you know, he does his, his shit, I guess he's in the OR a few days a week and his Uh office doing consults and spa shit or what, you know, uh, facials, uh, Uh (laughs) whatever kind you may want to (laughs) think about. Uh Um, and, and then, so he works and then he goes to the same fucking steakhouse every night for happy hour. And he's there from like seven until ten thirty or eleven o'clock at night. Oh just wow! Getting fucking hammered, man. <laughs> hammered. And the guy's like seventy, and then he just he's up at six a.m. the next morning in, in the fucking OR at seven every morning. And <sighs> I, I I see a couple of his surgical like nurses. Okay. And and because I've seen him out, like I'll be in an event, and it'll be like you know a Wednesday night at eight o'clock, and I'm like ready to fucking bail out. And Bob's just getting started, man. And it's wow. been, so, it's like, we had like study club there one year and he was there every time. And it was like, what are the odds that he's here only on the nights that my study club's there? He's right. not here any other night. And then you <laughs> talk to the surgical nurse. I talked to a surgical nurse like, oh yeah, he goes to J Prime every night. Huh. And he's just getting hammered every night. And so it's like, here's obviously a guy that has no problem. Just like he, he's... It, it's just like water off a duck's back, man. And, uh-huh. and I'm not letting this get in, my, get in my way of a good time. When I have a shit day, uh-huh. like if I have something go wrong, I'm the last thing I want to fucking do is go to happy hour at J Prime. Man. Right, right. I want to go home and crawl into bed, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so here's this guy just parting it up. And so I think some people are just built with that. Like, yeah. Obviously, some people are built with it because we see that shit on Facebook. We see these mm-hmm. people throwing in full mouths of minis and shit's failing everywhere. We see these horrible all on fours. We see this stuff that's like malpractice and they're, they're running the, they run a fucking group, you know, where they're posting with, with reckless abandon about how amazing they are. And it's like, it's really obvious that they're not, you know? And so either they're sociopathic (laughs) Or they're sociopathic. Like that. that's, you know, you either become a sociopath or you become a normal person. And you carry the shit with you. And it's like, unfortunate, like you're one of the few people I know that's kind of in the middle of that. You're not a sociopath, but you also don't like wear this shit on your sleeve, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and so again, I think that's a lot of years. I think that's having like your your kids yeah. and, and your family and, and your wife to kind of keep you centered and balanced and like realizing what the important shit is in life, you know? And like always, always looking out for them, you know, it's probably what it's more about is like being a good provider for them than it is anything else. Um, For me, man, it's just taking a ton of therapy, you know, and I'm like, it's still, Mm -hmm. you know, still to this day and, and, and probably always will be, you know? Um, And Mm -hmm. and this is something we talk about a lot. Like, (laughs) Andrew and I talked about it not long ago and, you know, she was, she was curious just like kind of what comes up in therapy and like if any of it Was about her or whatever, and it was like, I, (laughs) it is like ninety eight percent work in my dad. Like that's that's what it is, you know. Um, and so like it, so so I I I think therapy is hugely beneficial. Um, and, and so if if I were talking to to Jacob here, that's where I'd start. Um, find a good therapist and 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 just start that process because that's like just. That's, that's like, I've grown so much just from that, you know, and, and oh, good. Um, I'm not, I'm nowhere near, you know, where I need to be and I never mm-hmm. will be, you know what I mean? Like right. it's one of the things it's, it's like golf, you know, uh-huh. I know you've been, you've been getting back into golf a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, there's no point at which you realize like, oh, okay, cool. I'm good enough yeah. at this now. That yeah. never <laughs> happens, right? That never happens. And that's uh-huh. kind of what therapy like, is like is it is just you're just perpetually working on stuff. You know? You're know. you perpetually working on your game. Um, right. And I firmly believe, like we just got in Texas, we have we have a couple, like we're required to do one hour of jurisprudence CE every three years. Okay. We're required to do uh, one hour of opiate CE every okay. three years. We are now required to do one hour of uh, like sexual trafficking, human trafficking. That's what it is. Human trafficking okay. every three years can we have one fucking thing on mental health? <laughs> like seriously, sure. Why can't that be a requirement? Like that is going to be, that's going to do far more than opiate abuse or human trafficking or fucking jurisprudence. Like, yeah, it, l- this needs to be something that like, like, you know, there needs to be more, uh, discussion about this. There needs to be more identification of this. There needs to be more, um, promotion of going to see a therapist, uh, you know, um, it, like there's so like m- little understanding about these things in our field. Uh, that's, that's why a lot of these problems are, are as rampant as they're And it's, And I, I say it us as like, we're the only ones that aren't enlightened. Like it's the same thing in medicine. It's the same thing in, in engineering. It's the same thing in many other careers. Um, but there's just this like diabolical feeling of, oh man, if you go do that, you're weak, you know, or, or yeah. you know, we don't talk about that. Like, you know, you should just do that on your own time. Sure. It's bullshit. It's total bullshit.
1: Yeah. I think it still has the stigma of weakness when it should just be standard.
2: Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Like I, there have been like, uh, with my newest therapist I've been working with, her name's Holly. Um, there have been probably three to four breakthroughs, like things that she said to me that are like, holy shit i've been thinking about this thing at least every day for the last thirty years. Wow, and here comes this woman who's like throws this spin on something and and puts it away, puts some thought or something like in a way that I had never thought of and it was just like, yeah because i've been thinking about it for thirty years i 've been thinking the same way, and those thought patterns are entrenched and that it's physically impossible to think about it any other way, and so here comes somebody who knows what they're doing, who's trained and has a treatment plan and has treatment, you know, modalities that that they use. Uh-huh. Who like opens your eyes to something that you've never seen before, and so that's that's the value of therapy. It's 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 fucking amazing. Hmm. It really is. It's it does like I've been doing some research on it. That therapy will do there like therapy. So talking to a, a psychotherapist. Mm-hmm. will induce structural changes, cellular changes in your brain. Hmm. That's insane. The hmm. fact that talking to somebody will change like the cellular layout of your brain is absolutely unreal. So wow. Go to therapy. Find a therapist. <laughs> it's it's yeah. never been easier because I don't have to leave my office. We do it over Skype. Like it's so easy. Oh, really? You know, yeah, so you just have to find somebody that's like licensed in your state. And and, and it's you, you know, you find 45 minutes or an hour where you can be in private and talk about... like You don't have to get in a car. You don't have to drive somewhere. You don't have to sit in a fucking waiting room and look at shitty magazines. Like I remember the last place that I went when I went to a place here in San Antonio. um, The waiting room was filled with fucking cat magazines, like weird cat magazines. And it's like that's all there is in the waiting room. Yeah. I mean, it was like cat fancy and like beyond, like the next level of weird (laughs) cat magazines. (laughs) Um, And it's like, why am I here? Like this is... So weird. Like, this is such a weird way to do it. And and she would inevitably run late. And it was just a problem. Um, and now never. I just don't have to worry about any of that. It's it's amazing. Like, this, there's never been a better time to do therapy than now. Um, yeah. Especially if it's something like this. Like, if you're having s- legitimate, serious psychological problems, like, you probably cannot fully do therapy online um, okay. or, or over Skype. But if you're, like, like, what this stuff is that we're working through, that's all... It's all equally as effective on, on telemedicine as it is in, in person. So there's just no excuses anymore. There's no excuses. Every dentist should be doing therapy. It's, it's just, I, I just think every dentist will get better either in their work performance or in their home performance um, or in, in their own, like just the, the way that like your day will be better and easier if you do this. I just, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Sounds great. So get on it, Lance. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Googling right now. Um, do you know uh, the Best Practices show? Uh, I've heard of it. Okay. Jesus, that you just dunked on those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I do think they have a million downloads, which is kind of a big deal in dentistry. I think it's really just hacks. Um, and then the hack, Gary Takis, uh-huh. um, who's awful. Gary, you're so bad. <laughs> um, and, and shared practices, I think, are the only shows that have. A million uh-huh. downloads, according to them. Like, you know, right. whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't fully believe Gary because this show's terrible. Um, <laughs> anyway, so so one of the guys from Shared Practices, George, uh-huh. has started doing a new show with Ashley Hoves. Uh, okay. And they call it Dental Friends with Benefits. And basically, the whole gist of the show is George convincing Ashley to see a therapist. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a good show. I like it. Okay. I'll uh yeah. So, um I that's I I don't want to turn this into that, but uh for uh-huh. Jacob, like Jacob, it's man, like I I that's to me that's the place to start because when this kind of stuff, when this stuff starts weighing on you and all that kind of stuff, uh-huh. at least for me was me carrying other baggage that allowed me to carry this dental baggage, right? And so if I wasn't carrying this other emotional baggage, that other emotional baggage was like a magnet for these these problems that come up in dentistry. Huh. Um, and so I have to work through that stuff before I get to like the Lance Timmerman give no fucks point. Um, <laughs> so. I just ran out. Supply and demand. <laughs> Question two. Reddit user interesting item one asks... Am I a doctor? (laughs) M.A. Hi. I'm an internationally trained dentist who has had no further education after completing my BDS degree, bachelor's in dental surgery, making me a licensed doctor in another country. I was wondering, is it wrong for me to call myself doctor here? Am I still considered a doctor here in the U.S. even though I can't legally practice yet? I've been getting... It's been getting on my nerves a little lately how I am spoken down to by other dentists. But then again, I just think it's because I am, quote, not, end quote, a doctor. Is that right or wrong? Just wanted to add to all of the jealous haters. I am a doctor. Yeah, I think you're a doctor.
1: I mean... Just not here, but uh, I would still address you if you wanted me to call you. I don't call my, I don't call you doctor, and I do not call anybody else doctor, but um, I would still consider you one.
2: Does it fucking matter? <laughs> yeah. See that that's. <sighs> I mean, this is like why I get upset with Farty Chris Hoffpower. Uh huh. Is because he insists on putting doc on everything, right?
1: Yeah, it's annoying.
2: Like, I I just don't... I don't get the fascination with it. Like, I don't call myself that. No. I don't introduce myself to patients as that. We've talked about that before. I just say, hi, Josh Watson. Nice to meet you. Same. Um, There's not a situation in which I ever refer to myself as that. Now, if I'm like on the phone with Henry Shine, like trying to put in an order and yeah. call me doctor, like I don't like, no, 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 no. Like that's my dad. Call me John. Like, yeah, whatever. I just roll with that. But it doesn't bother me either way, to be honest with you. Like I just don't really mm-hmm. care. And I can't imagine caring as much as to like feel like this. Like n- there's a couple things in this question that opened my eyes. Number one is I didn't even know like, all right, BDS, a bachelor's in dental surgery. Uh-huh. Why do we get called doctors? Because we have a doctorate. Right. Yeah. Is a bachelor's in dental surgery a doctorate? Huh. <laughs> hadn't, <laughs> hadn't even thought of that. So why like, why do they call... If you just did a B.D. and I don't know what country this is, but why would you call somebody a doctor if they've just done a bachelor's degree?
1: yeah huh (laughs) my mind is blown now i hadn't i hadn't even thought of that damn it (laughs) yeah i i always just i saw bds on, on the end of people's names but i just knew that meant doctor in a different country or you know dentist in a different country but i never even until just now i didn't realize it was bachelors of
2: Huh. So if that's the deal, if you're in I don't know, India, I guess. I, I know I've seen Indian dentists who have a BDS as their as their degree. Uh-huh. So I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know if that's the case. But let's say um you got a BDS. And the people in your country call you doctor. That is sheer courtesy at that point, right? <laughs> if I think so. <laughs> that's sort of like when you when you see an 11-year-old in your office and you're like, well, how are you today, sir? My fine sir. Like you're just, you're just being nice. Right?
1: Yeah, I, I think so. Now I do know that when I was getting my license in Dubai, they, they looked at a, a Western license as it was fine, but they, they did consider the Indian dental license as inferior and had extra hoops for them to, uh, to jump through. Okay. So Maybe because it was considered a bachelor's and not a doctorate. I don't know.
2: I'm looking at where there are BDS degrees. Okay. Um, Australia. Okay. India. Uh... The Middle East, so it says like Middle East countries like Dubai, Abu Dhabi, etc. That's kind of all it says. Uh huh. Um, that's those are the ones that I'm seeing over and over and over. There may be others. You know, I. It seems to me like Europe specifically mm-hmm. treats dentistry sort of like like dental education is somewhat similar to it to how it is here, right? Uh-huh. You know, you go to some college that may vary depending on on the country that you're in, but some kind of college, some kind of pre-doc right and then a doctoral program or uh, a four- year program yeah um, and then it seems like there's other countries where it's just straight out of high school and into a BDS degree. That seems like uh, New Zealand, Australia is what it seems that that seems like a deal. Okay. Um, Singapore looks like that just from a quick Google in in India. I, yeah, I think I think those are kind of different things. Like, I don't mean to like because we've talked about how shitty the Krebs cycle is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're learning in college, and like, who gives a shit? Uh-huh. Um, and the BDS is probably just as, as there's probably some really amazing BDS clinicians, you know, uh-huh. um, who 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 are just as good as as you or I. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I the point of a title like that is to disclose, like, is to is as an honorary title for the degree that you hold. Hmm. So that'd be like calling, you know, your <laughs> like your your fuck up uh nephew Dwayne who has a has a bachelor's in psychology like calling him doctor. Like uh-huh. Is he though?
1: If you say it ironically or sarcastically then
2: yes. <laughs> When you were in dental school, did they have an international program at OHSU? OHSU?
1: No, uh, but Clint did over at NYU. Pretty much as long as you can make it to through your second year, you're you're going to finish. But they, there was a high attrition rate apparently at NYU for the
2: first two years. Okay. We had one at our school. And okay. It was really getting started up when I was there. Um, and then when I started teaching, it was really kind of up and fully going, like fully realized. And, and I, I believe it's still there. Um, although I, I don't 100% know, but I, I believe it's still there. Um, and so how it would work is like you'd, you'd have a BDS or you had been a practicing clinician in another country. Um, apparently for most states, and Texas is one of these states and, I'm, and most other states are the same. Um, you can't even sit for the REB if you have a foreign degree. Like You have to either do a residency in any specialty program. To, to be able to get a license, or you have to do an abbreviated international program um, of, d- of dental school from an accredited university. Right. Um, and so that program launched up kind of when I was a senior, and I don't think we ever really had any. There was, uh, I was a senior, and so there's never really anybody in my class because it takes a couple of years to get them ramped up. But by the time right. I was teaching, I had a few of these international students. And so what the dental school in San Antonio realized, they can make a shit ton of money off of this uh-huh. because they could charge these people like 80 grand a year. Uh-huh. Um, Cause they had not, you know, they had, they had no other recourse they had, yeah. to, you know, if they yeah. wanted to come here. And I remember a few different students um, still specifically to this day. And I, I remember we had, we had, a, I had a, a student that was from, it was either Panama or Peru. It was like somewhere in central America. And she was a fucking badass, dude. Mm. She was so talented. I Even as a junior, like junior operative, she would, have, she would do a whole quadrant of dentistry. I never had to sit down and check on her. Like I never had to pick up the handpiece on her one time. She was amazing from like day one in the clinic. Mm. And so I was like, this fucking international stuff's all right, man. Yeah. This, is, this makes my day easy. I've got one less student I got to worry about. This is awesome. Like, Give me all the international students. The next year, I had this other guy. Holy shit. <laughs> he was not good. He was not good. And oh my God, I spent more time with him, teaching him like class one and class two preps than I spent with any other dental student to the point that like I felt bad for the other students. It's like, Jesus, this guy's sucking up faculty time. Like it's not even, even yeah. funny. So it was even apparent to me there. Um, and I don't want to say like where his degree was from. I just don't want to say it. Um, that there was vast differences in international dental education because these two people were both considered dentists in other countries, and one of them was a legitimate badass, and the other one was like worse than like a college student on like a uh, a tour, you know, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not even like an interview tour. Just like oh, we called ahead fifteen minutes, and they gave us a tour, and like at some point they asked him to pick up a handpiece, like that level of a badass, like he never picked up a handpiece before. Um, so yeah, I, you know this—the international thing is is super tricky, um, just because there, it seems like there's just vast differences yeah. in education across the world, and so to come here and just say like, "Oh, I must be respected as doctor," is just seems crazy to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, the insistence on being
2: addressed that way is is also kind of weird. I do remember this. This story kind of goes. It, it's it's a little antithesis of what. I've been talking about, but um, it's worth it just because it illustrates a a, a point. A counterpoint. All right. Um, My wife, not my wife, Jesus, my ex-wife. Okay. uh, My ex-wife is an interior designer. Okay. And um, for a time she worked for a home builder. And so like you build a house with this home builder. And then at some point you would like go pick out your fucking tile and your cabinets and all that shit. Um, And, that's like the home builder made a lot of extra money on upgrades, right? Like the, the margins of the house probably weren't all that great. Like where you made your money is on upgrades. And so one time she had this guy come in and he was like, he was an MD and he would just insist on being called doctor and she wouldn't call him doctor. And in fact, like she went out and she was telling me like that day, like that night or whatever, we're still married at this point. That she wouldn't call this guy doctor. And I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. And she was like, like, just like, he's not my doctor. I don't have to come down. I'm like, I don't care if he's your doctor or not. The guy's got to, He's probably has a lot of money to spend. And if you butter his fucking roll, <laughs> he's way more likely to upgrade his cabinets and uh-huh. his flooring. And then, like as we got there, I was like, did he upgrade anything? Like, no. Like, why do you think Is he thinks you're a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> fucking call him doctor. Like never stop calling him doctor. Right. Tell him how amazing of a doctor he is, how you would love to be his patient. Like that you butter him up, man. Uh-huh. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So I would call this guy doctor if I'm trying to sell him some shit. Other than that, I'm not calling For him sure. the fucking guy doctor because he's not a doctor. <laughs> or she. <laughs> um, yeah. How about this? This is in dentistry from the same user, same account. Hair down? Hi, I'm wondering if it's okay for me as a dental assistant to wear my shoulder-length hair down. It's going to be in a hairnet anyway during the procedure. Smiley face emoji.
1: Well, if she's got a hairnet, then it's not down, right?
2: I thought you were a fucking doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you having to ask about this?
1: Well, I do know that I've got some... um, I do know of people that we're dentists in the Philippines. They're in Seattle now. They can't be a dentist. So they get jobs as dental assistants as they're trying to figure out what they can do and either go back to dental school or matriculate in a residency. So uh, there are some assistants that are foreign trained doctors. So I
2: get it. But like if your training was so great, (laughs) yeah, you should kind of know like how maybe you shouldn't wear your hair down, you know, what, what, like any of that shit. Yeah. Right. Like, That'd be like me going onto Reddit for the like, like as if I'm an assistant in the UK or something like that and be like, Hey, like, do I have to wear gloves? Is that a thing? (laughs) Oh yeah. By the way, uh, you must call me doctor because I'm a doctor in another country. Um, Do I, should I wash my hands? Is that, is that a thing? Is that important? Yeah. Uh, Oh, Jesus. Uh, You got a song? I do. All right, good. Let me hit this. Uh, let me hit these uh, housekeeping notes, and then uh, you can do. Is it a Mormon band? It is not. <laughs> hey, share this with your friends. Uh, any of your friends who aren't doctors but wanna be, share this with them. Let them know about the show. That's how we grow the show, one new listener at a time. Lance, what's your favorite number? Big
1: fan of five.
2: I'm a big fan of five, as in uh, you should be in school for more than five years if you want to be a dentist <laughs> or be called doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Um, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Social Facebook, workinginterferences with Josh and Lance, and funny shit for Dennis and Dental team members. Twitter at Winterferences, Instagram at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram at to Merman DMD. I can be found on Instagram at Austin DDS. Smash that follow button. Lance, tell me about your song.
1: Well, I brought up this artist before, um, but it was during the epic coronavirus playlist so it's easy to get lost in the shuffle with everything do you remember that me talking about an artist named mika i do okay from lebanon but uh raised in france and then england so he speaks perfect english he sings songs both english and french um i
2: always buy the albums that are english he's a good looking dude just fyi yeah he's I'm looking at his picture he's like he's a mixture of timothy chalamet and ryan seacrest is there you go saying. i would i would yeah
1: for sure, he had uh, some great songs. In fact, um, I think I, I mentioned before. My daughter Brianna when she went on her European trip. She went to a concert in Bourges, France, to go see Mika in concert uh, before Bourge? she got on the train.
2: Zutaloo,
1: <laughs> Bourges, Bourge. the middle of fucking no. <laughs> so, I mean, he even uh, he collaborated uh, a song with um, Ariana Grande. She she did the popular song with him.
0: I'm down my story. In a popular song. My title,
1: I never was a model, I never
0: was a star. But you were always popular. You were singing all the songs I don't know. Now you're in the front row. Cause my song is popular, popular. I know about popular. It's not about who you are or your physical. are only.
1: Uh, Grace Kelly was a pretty cool song.
0: But, the,
1: but I, the song I chose was Love You When I'm Drunk. Okay. <laughs> In there. <laughs> Uh, it's just um, it's just kind of um,
2: the funk I'm in right now. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. I hear that, brother. Loud and clear. Uh-huh. If you're ever thinking about a therapist, you know, you should, um, you know, anyway. <laughs> I will be Googling that. Um,
1: We should get Better Health to sponsor us.
2: Yeah, they uh, they have some of my money for sure. <laughs> for Lance Timmerman, this is Josh Waston. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Thank you.
0: I only love you, only love you, only love you When I'm drunk, I only love you